Thanks for pressing play on our latest episode. Today, we are talking about millage and anniversaries. Producer Deb and I are celebrating a big one this year, plus some weird couples in the news where we have some very, very strong opinions about. All of this, plus our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Shop lipandclip.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. All right, you're looking pretty good today. Good for you. Paula. I have to bleach my asshole. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 392. We are Sisters Who Podcast. Yes, we are. When this show drops, it will be the 4th of August, and producer Deb and I will be in Napa celebrating our 22nd wedding anniversary. Yay. 22nd? Why did I think it was the 21st? I don't know. Daryl kept saying it was our 23rd. I'm like, really? 23 years? That seems like a lot. And he's like, no, no, no. And then he did the math the other day. He's like, I have something to tell you. And I said, what? He goes, it is 22 years. And I went, oh, okay. Why do I I keep saying 21? I don't know. 2019 minus 1998, right? 97. Oh, that's right. I forgot. That's why. I got married in 98, which is absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) Yes. That's nine. Yeah. So we're going to be in Napa. It was funny because um, I don't know why we do this. We tend to overthink things initially. Then I lose my patience. Why are we doing this to ourselves? A lot of it was we spent... Our summer vacation, we went to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. We celebrated Daryl's 50th birthday in Hawaii. It was, you know, Hawaii Five O was this big thing. We planned it for a year. It was a huge deal. And so now our anniversary is here, a scant two, three months later. And I said, well, what are we going to do? We were talking about going to Maui and we were going to go to L.A. and we were going to go to Santa Monica. And then we thought about going to New York or New Orleans. And we were thinking, you know, Denver. We'll go to some of these. What the fuck's in Denver? I know that sounds silly, but. (laughs) Where'd you guys go for your anniversary? Denver. Denver. (laughs) I know. I know. Where'd you guys go for your anniversary? Toledo. (laughs) Yeah. We went to Toledo. As in like Ohio? Yes. Yes, it was really exciting. We went to so romantic there. It smells like cow shit and they have the cutest little farmhouse. We did this like 4-H little like reenactment thing. I milked a cow. I pulled corn from a real cornfield. It really turned (laughs) Daryl on. (laughs) No. So, no. The reason we had talked about going to Denver is there's a few things there that we wanted to see that he's never seen. I've been to Denver a few times. The Giants were going to be there playing Colorado. Oh, that's romantic. Well, I've never been to that baseball field. I, listen, I'm just telling you, at this point, Paula, we were scraping the bottom of the barrel. But that why? was the thing. Why so why trying to be so elaborate? Exactly. Why why do you have to do anything? Why can't you just go to dinner and like get a gift or something? Thank you. That and finally I went to I went into his, he was working and I came in and I go, Okay. And he goes, What? And he got this look on his face like, Oh shit, what did I do? And I said, I'm over our anniversary. I don't want to do anything. Can't we just do we even have to do anything? Can't we just like go to dinner and just be done with it? Yes. I said, fine. I go, but here's the thing. Here's the difference. Daryl is romantic and he needs the gestures. He needs the thing. And I'm like, all right. I said, then let's do this. 
Let's go to Napa. It's what we love the most. Why are we fighting it? It's stupid. It's we love being there. We want to live there for God's sake. Let's just go and do what we want to do because that's just who we, why do we have to like constantly do something different? Let's just do what we love. God, you guys are like mom and Paul going to Tahoe all the time. Jesus. Every time I talk to you, I'm just like, oh, we just went to Napa. I'm like, oh, shocking. Well, there's a lot of stuff we haven't seen yet. Well, Paula, it's not like we go to Disneyland every fucking month like some people. We just go I to say that. I'm just saying you guys go there a lot. I mean, did you love just go there. to Bottle Rock like a couple? That was in May. And <laughs> yes, we there's just a lot of cool events and stuff that we ha- that happened to be there. So we go anyway. So we're like, he's like, yes, fine, let's do it. So there's a hotel that we've never been to. We're staying there. It gets great reviews. So we're staying there. We're going to a couple of wineries we've never been to before. And that's it. And we don't have any other plans. You're not doing gifts or are you? I've got something for him. I'm sure he's got something for me. But my gesture is not ridiculous. It's just something that I know he'll like. And so I got it. Here's what's weird. 21 years is a long goddamn time for me. I never thought I would be celebrating anything in the 20s outside of my birthday. Wait, I thought you said it was 22. It is 22. But I mean, we're you know what I mean? Like, I just never. <laughs> what? What? You said 21 years is a long time. I'm like, I thought you said it was 22. It is 22. You said 21. I know. I meant. But it, <laughs> I meant up until this point, it's been 21 right. years. Good save. Good save. So it's like, I don't know. You know, like, I don't even know what I feel like you do. I feel like we have to, it has to be celebrated because it's so rare, you know, it just so many people don't make it to 20. And so I feel like it should be celebrated. But Paula, I'm so tired of celebrating. I just, I'm just, I'm just not that that's not who I am. I mean, I feel like in between like the significant years, like between Mm -hmm. every five years is like a significant year. So the tweeners, like these random numbered ones. I don't feel like you have to do anything. I mean, yeah, you should get a card and like some flowers and maybe go out to dinner. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't really think you got to do anything like super elaborate. Like, you know, it's just nobody's going to be like, oh, my God, what'd you guys do for your 22nd anniversary? I know. You know know what I mean? But I feel like I feel like that about everything, though. I feel like that about everything. I just don't. I well, I wouldn't. I why. mean, like if it was my 20 year anniversary, I would expect that we would do something. Whoever. I don't know who we is, but, you know, our 20th was really fun. Yeah, I would expect yeah. that something, you know, we would do something special or like yeah. 25 or something. But I agree. I mean, I think I'm romantic in a sense, but I'm not I don't need the gesture like like a place or a I just I don't know what I'm trying to say have you guys ever done that love language quiz yeah we've done the quiz more than once do you guys follow that I do (laughs) I mean he I think he does I mean the thing is is that you know just like with a lot of people you tend to do your the the love language that you want like that you like so it's like there's no point in doing it then if you're not gonna love the person the way they want to be loved Right. Well, first of all, Paula, we're 22 years in. I think we're we're all right. You know, we're doing all right. It's not like we're struggling. So I know. It's just there's been so many times you're just like, fine. Well, what do you want me to do? You want to say everything is perfect, Paula? We fuck every day and I get flowers and it's just a it's just a joy. The honeymoon has never ended. It's like that's a fucking lie. And you know it. We're human and I'm a difficult one. So I know that That it's been... Maybe that's why he, he goes, we need to celebrate the survival of yet another year together. I don't know. But 
What I do know is he really appreciates the gesture, the event, the day, everything, you know, and I am such a downer. I'm like, does it really matter? And he gets this look of sadness on his face. Like, yes, Jamie, it matters. I'm like, all right. I hate, I feel like I'm so reluctant and I, and I don't like that. Which is probably why I'm like, do we really have to celebrate? <laughs> I don't want to do it. I think it, maybe it's just a choice of words. I think that's yes. all it is. You could probably right. just choose different words to express. And it's not like I don't enjoy whenever we do anything. It's just I'm... And what's funny is I'm not a plain Jane, non-glam diva, diva kind of person. I absolutely am, but... Daryl has attempted to surprise me in the past and it never works out. <laughs> just, just don't surprise an Ugg. Don't. Right. We're not, I'm not good at accepting surprises. Okay. Like, for one, it's impossible. We what? will oh, always know. Totally. I always find out. Like he told me the other day, he's like, well, I'm going to go to the office and Josh and I have to work on some stuff. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Whatever. And he's got this look on his face. He's like, what? And I'm like, nothing. I know you're going to go buy my gift and wrap it, but, or you had it shipped to the office so I wouldn't see it. Whatever. You know, I know you. I know him so well. I know what he did. I know what he's doing. Women know everything. So anyway, regardless of all the bitching I'm doing right now, I am looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun weekend. We're going to plain old boring Napa. And it's we're not gonna... that it's boring. I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, but you made it. You compared it to our mother going to Tahoe. Well, I'm just saying it's like their favorite place to go. That's where they. Oh, I don't know if they go there anymore. I don't. But think I they mean, do. growing up, I swear they went there every like fucking weekend or every <laughs> other weekend. They're like they'd wake us up and be all excited and be like, "We're gonna go to Tahoe." And I'm just like, "Why again? <laughs> Why?" So we can look at you know mountain bikes and you know go eat lunch at the same fucking hamburger place and drive around the lake totally fine if they don't include others if you want to be in your own joy great but when they force children to attend and here's the other thing they don't even drink alcohol they don't do anything you know so it's like you're gonna walk around on boulders on lake tahoe you're not even getting a hotel to stay they didn't even do that that would have been fun we had to look at (laughs) stupid shit like t-shirts and right you know bikes like not even motorcycles but like bikes and no one bought anything no we just had to look at them and you know look at (laughs) activewear that mom might wear you know and i'm just like oh that's (laughs) fucking hilarious right and you know what let's see what those uh those bicycle pants might look on mom go ahead mom try them on this will be the funnest thing we did all day i saw a tweet the other day that said i always thought i wanted bike shorts to wear like everybody else i put them on and i look like I look like Robin Williams in (laughs) Mrs. Doubtfire before she put the dress on. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah. I think the funniest thing I saw was when mom put on a bike helmet and I was just like, what the fuck? God. (laughs) You know, when she was going to get into cycling. So I saw. Yeah. You mean when when Paul bought her a bike for her anniversary gift? Didn't he buy her like an exercise machine once? He bought her weights. For an anniversary gift once. He bought her the worst things anyone could ever buy. Yeah, so I don't know. Anyway, so speaking of anniversaries, there's a, a, some couples that have been in the, not really recently in the news, but kind of recently that I wanted to tell you about. Mm-hmm. The first one is a dude tweeted that he and his wife do not have a quote unquote side of the bed. What? Yeah, I know. They <laughs> basically... They, whoever goes to bed first decides where they're going to sleep and the other person just sleeps on the other side. There's no understood position. They switch sides of the bed and people are horrified, as I am I. 
So this is really funny that you say this because remember that show I was telling you about? Um, shit. Rules of Engagement. Yes. There was the young couple. They let on to the older couple that they don't have sides of the bed. And the husband's like, what? That's weird. And he's he, that's what he thought. And and then they also had mentioned that they sleep naked. And he's just like, it's like, oh. he's like, it's like animal kingdom down there. You know, <laughs> he's just like, how do you not have a side of the bed? And how do you sleep naked? You know? And so so it was just like, he was just so mortified by the whole thing. That is exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, okay, well, Daryl and I don't sleep with clothes on. And so first of all, even when we were getting Randy, Mm -hmm. he's like, scoot over, scoot over. I'm like, I really don't want to be on your side of the bed. And he's like, why? And I'm like, it's the boy side. And he's (laughs) like, all right. And then he goes, what do you mean the boy side? I'm like, look, it's the boy side. That's all I can tell you. I don't want to ever wander over on that side, even your pillows. Like, I don't want anything. So this couple, he's like, I just don't have a side. I just, you know, I... I just don't. And and then somebody says, you don't have a side. Oh, so he responds to everybody going, that's so strange. He goes, well, you don't have a side of the couch or a seat at the table. You just, you're just adding an extra resting place. And people are like, of course you have a side of the couch. Of course you have a seat at the table. Everyone knows that. And he starts getting kind of self-conscious and they're like, well, you should be self-conscious. What about all the shit on your side of the bed? What about the pillows? Think of the pillows. And they're just like, well, all of that travels. So he didn't, he didn't have a side of the couch. They don't have sides of the couch. I'm like, who are these weird people who don't? They're not residents of their own home. There's no settling. There's no comfort in in having. It's like you know, they have whatever. commitment issues or something. Like That's they what refuse I said. to commit to their own place. That is exactly what I said. And so someone goes, "I'm sorry, you don't have a set seat at the table. So every time you go to sit down, you just sit anywhere you want. That's weird." Somebody else goes, um, I think this is blowing my mind even more than the original tweet, to be honest. Like, you just grab any seat. Like, how do you decide? How do you ever manage to get anything done? And I'm like, yes, that is the whole point. Can you imagine being married to this person for 22 years and not knowing where they're going to sleep? I'd be anxious all the time. No, because I would have a place. and I'd be like, I know you feel like you don't know where you're going to sleep tonight or you where you don't feel like it, but you're going to feel like the other side. And you're going to feel like that every night. (laughs) Because I'm going to stay here. So here's 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 something really funny. One time, one time, Daryl and I were in a hotel and I said, you know what? I'm going to sleep on this side of the bed tonight. He's like, OK. And the reason we did that was because we had Malia and she had a friend mm-hmm. and I wanted to be clo- the closest to them. It just seemed appropriate. Mm-hmm. We wear clothes when there's children, by the way. Oh, so. Yeah. Of course. And so we were, I said, I'll sleep closest to the girls. It makes me feel more comfortable. Not that Daryl's a weirdo, but I just think in general, I don't know. It's a dumb thing that I do. So I'm sleeping on, quote unquote, his side of the bed in a hotel room. Didn't sleep for days. I was so uncomfortable. It's weird, on the, isn't it? On the wrong side of the bed that wasn't even our bed at home. On another bed. Okay, you know, here's the funny part, because you haven't dated in, you know, ages, but if you're seeing someone new Mm -hmm. and then you finally like sleep with them and sleep at their house, like, do you know how hard you cross your fingers that they sleep (laughs) on the other side? The right side, side, the side that you don't prefer. There was a couple guys where they slept on my side and I'm just like, 
this God. is never gonna work i, I that's kind of what i thought i'm well, just it's like, a deal breaker i'm like i'll do this for a little while but i well for one one of them i was just positive i'm like well this is just you know mr right now i already know that so right, I, right. i'm fine and i think i only stayed over like once mm-hmm. but there was another one that it was on the other side and i was mm-hmm. thinking to myself like i could get really into this guy like what am i gonna do am i gonna have to convert <laughs> Like, yeah. Who's going like, to be the one to change? I know. And I'm like, it's his house. I mean, I can't ask him to like change sides, you know? Yeah, it is weird. Like, I just wonder as you get older, like, is that a major problem? <laughs> I have no idea. That was the whole thing about the show, though, was is that, okay, so the rules of engagement show. Oh, they uh-huh. said, they're like, well, maybe we should try sleeping on the other sides of the bed. So the husband slept on her side and she slept on his side, the older Blech. couple. And so when the alarm went off, he went to go slap it and he actually punched her in the <laughs> eye. Oh, my God. Because he was so conditioned. Yeah. Because, well, yeah, his arm just slaps, you know, yes. but he didn't realize he was on the opposite end. And so they wound up having to go to the hospital and the police got called and it was like a whole big thing and everything oh, like geez. that. And so the next night, she's just like, we're staying on our own sides. He's like, but I am going to try something new. And then it just shows him <laughs> dropping his shorts. And so he's going to try sleeping Great. naked. Awesome. But anyway, it's funny. Go ahead. Anyway. Okay. Here's the other couple I heard about. First of all, you know, Bindi Irwin. Yeah. Uh, Steve Irwin's daughter. She's 21. Mm-hmm. She got engaged. Mm-hmm. She's been with the same boy since she was 15. And now right. they're getting now they're getting married. Right. I disapprove, of course, as you know. I think she should end up well, this is just my dream world fantasy. I personally think she should marry Derek Huff. <laughs> what? Which was her dancing partner on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, was there a little little uh, I personally thought they energy? had a little spark because he was like her perfect mentor. Like he mm. said, do this and she did it. Like, yes. whatever he said. Right. And I'm just like, you guys would have the hottest relationship ever. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like, little girl, you do not know. Yeah. I just think that, you know, he would be, like, a great, you know, teacher. And she would be an excellent student. Well, so. that is not how marriage works. But I hear what you're saying. So well, she's it can evolve. It can evolve. Marrying, she's marrying her high school, apparently, that she met. Yeah, probably her first and her last. I just so, I don't like it. I just don't approve. I realize that when there's a traumatic event that occurs in one's life, however, things like this happen. So, and who knows, maybe her mom was that way. Maybe, you know, when she met Steve Irwin, maybe she was a virgin too. No, they were like in their 30s when they met. They were ra- they were way older. They were you not You know that she still wasn't a virgin. I mean, heck, she was like a freaking animal geek. My point is, it's not like they married when they were 18. They were they had had a life. They had traveled. They had done all this stuff and I can't believe that Bindi Irwin's mom was like, "You go, girl." There is no way. There is no way that she is like all in on this. She's like, do you realize that I was living on the other side of the world when I met your your dad? I had lived some life, man. I don't even think she's remarried or dated or anything. No, she's she's confirmed widow, man. She's done. I mean, God, he died in 2006. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, 15, 13 years ago. And she's having her brother walk her down the aisle. Her whole life revolves around her father's legacy. And I don't know how healthy that is. I mean, we're... First of all, we're allowed to do whatever we want. We're creating a backstory for these people that we don't even know, but I don't really care. I'm doing it. She wants, she got engaged at the zoo. She got, she wants to get married at the zoo. She's having her brother walk her down the aisle. 
it's like a whole thing. And I'm wow. like, I feel like this whole thing has been put together because of your father's death and not because this is the man. Because like when she talks about it, it's all about having her father be involved, but not yeah. being, you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I would be highly encouraging. I mean, she's not, she's, she didn't do anything. She's done nothing. She's worked at her dad's zoo. That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, I mean... You know, in Australia, I think she's probably does like spokesman or spokes spokesperson work. Or well, they have or a show, and I mean, they, I mean, they're famous, so I get it. It's not like she's some normal person who doesn't. No one knows. She literally just turned twenty one. I know. Oh my I know. god, she's too young. I mean, well, as a mother, I can say that. I don't think that's old enough personally she hasn't lived any life i mean she has but not you know what i mean i'm unhappy and i i just i don't i don't like how they're romanticizing all of it oh she's so beautiful it's gonna be a beautiful wedding and it's like she's 21 she's a baby yeah and i know there are people i don't i i know that there are people who it works out for them but it's not that common it's really not this well, you not. just would hope that your child would aspire to do more. One would think. But so, yeah, but knows? you're right. Maybe maybe they do have super conservative like I don't have sex until. But I mean, she's been with the same dude for 6 years. I'm thinking, well, who let's she's their- you know, I don't probably. know. I, I mean, I guess maybe it, it's all in stride, but I'm just thinking, like, you know, who starts dating at 15 and stays? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, the mom apparently was, uh, let's see here, 28 when she married the Irwin guy. I don't know how long they dated. Not that Mm -hmm. long. Not that long at all. He fell head over heels in love with her the second he met her, which I think is adorable. Anyway, all right, here's the final couple, and then we'll go on to your discussion. So, you know that movie, The Vow, with Channing Tatum? No. Okay. I'm not not, a big Channing Tatum fan. Well, I'm not either, but it, it came on the other day, and the movie is based on a true story. So the the story is about Kim and Cricket Carpenter. Okay. They were madly in love and they were brand newlyweds and they got into a really bad car accident like months after they got married. Mm-hmm. And when she awoke, she remembered nothing. She didn't know she was married. She didn't know who her husband was. She had literally no recollection of 18 months of her life. And so when she came out of her coma, she's like, I don't know who you are. I don't know. I don't have any recollection of us being married. And so she moved home with her parents because she was they were young. Did she remember her parents? Yes, because she had only lost 18 months of her memory. It was a whirlwind romance and they got married. And then but she remembered nothing. She remembered literally nothing. She don't. How convenient. Okay, go ahead. Well, that's what I always thought, but she truly didn't. So she moved home while they were married. And so he was like, oh, no, I'm going to woo you and you will fall in love with me again. Ultimately, it succeeded Mm -hmm. and she fell in love with him again and they got remarried and they've been married ever since. Okay. This story is about the vow. And so a lot of Christian uh, media and the, they use this as an example of how serious the marriage vows are and that you know no matter what you stick it out marriage is forever and so they really put this story as an example of that okay fast forward to october 2018 they've been married for 25 years and guess who's fucking his secretary mm-hmm. <laughs> and now they're getting divorced shocking and she's like, I still believe it. And he fully admitted it, by the way. 
He's like, yes, I, I, yes, I am having an affair, whatever. She's like, all right, you're out, bye. And I'm thinking, can you? Here's that. This is the problem that happens when you put this kind of stuff into the vernacular of Christian, Christian vow, you know, all that stuff. You can't do that to humans because humans aren't perfect and shit happens, right? Here's the thing. Each time I got married, I had every intention of sticking to that vow. Like, I really meant it. Like, I'm yeah. just like, no, I'm dead serious about this. Like, yes. this this truly means what it means. I am sticking to this. I really mean it. Like, I'm looking in your eyes and I am telling you, like, I am dedicated to you, you only, and this is forever. Right. That's how I felt. But the person saying it back to you doesn't necessarily, maybe they mean it, like, at the time, mm-hmm. but they don't always mean it. Right. And so, you know, shit happens. Well, anyway, I was like, well, that's sad to hear because I actually was watching it going, I really don't like this movie. It kind of it's not my thing. And so I'm like, I wonder what ever happened to that couple, because I I remember looking it up when it first came out. I was curious about it. And they were just like, yes, Mm -hmm. we're so happily in love. We have children and it's wonderful. And I'm like, oh, that's really great. I, I thought it was so wonderful that he was actually able to woo her a second time. And get her to fall in love with him again. Like they were able to redo it. And I thought that was really cool because normally it doesn't wouldn't go like that. But yeah. so when I looked it up and I and it said the vow couple filing for divorce. And I'm like, what? And I looked at it and I was like, shit, he started sleeping with someone. Oh, God. Twenty five years. Somebody else was getting divorced after twenty five years of marriage. And I was like, how does that even happen? You know, I've always asked myself that question, too. But I mean, I think about like a couple like you and Daryl. To me, you guys aren't that old. And so, like, yeah. let's say, you know, something ridiculous happened. Like, right. you know, you or Daryl cheated on one another and mm-hmm. you're just like, that's it. Like, I'm I'm not I'm not going to do it. I just wonder if it's when it when it's been that long and someone does something that would be considered a deal breaker. You know, you're done raising the kids. You're done working really hard for something. And you're like, you know what? I'm out. I'm too old for this shit. And you walk out. I wonder if that's why if people go shockingly after 25 years of marriage it's over and i'm like because to me that's like a lot of time put into something that you've been cultivating your whole adult life and just to walk away to me is very difficult well i mean it may not even be a matter of walking away i mean like i said people change things change you know i mean women go through menopause they stop wanting to have sex you know um guys (laughs) you know have midlife crises and you know suddenly realize they're old and then they want to bang you know a 25 year old to try and feel like you know they can still get it and i don't know just stupid shit you know they're not young in their 20s and hot and sexy and doing it all the time you know and looking amazing it's you know it just they get it just it ages i I will tell you this though the thing about marriages the sex and the the physical appearance Mm -hmm. always important but Mm -hmm. if you're doing it right that isn't the thing like pretty soon like i mean there are times where i literally to this day because i do not wear makeup or get my hair done or work out or any of those things for anyone's benefit but my own Mm -hmm. I've never, I've never done that. I've never done anything, you know, like those, oh, you should have a nice dress on when your husband comes home. I don't give a fuck. That's not my job. If you're raging a bit, if you're a raging bitch, it's not going to matter. Right. But my point is, is that anything I do for my appearance or my vanity is my own. It's for me. I want to look in the mirror and go, all right, you're looking pretty good today. Good for you. And I, and I'll go about my day. If Daryl appreciates it, that's a bonus, but it's Mm -hmm. not my purpose. Right. But 
now it's like when I, I went two days without makeup because I'm trying this new regime for my skin. Mm-hmm. And I told him and I said, hey, I just want you to know this is not normal. I'm not losing it. I'm just I'm work- I'm resting my skin from all the makeup and I'm just trying to da da da. And he's like, didn't even notice. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, he's like, I think you're beautiful. It doesn't even matter. I'm like, wow. But he like for whatever weird reason, he actually likes me as a human. So he doesn't look at the the outer part the way mm-hmm. he would when he never when he didn't know me. Right. But when you're with someone after a while, it, mm-hmm. divorce doesn't happen because you're not wearing makeup every day is my point. Whereas exactly. when, when you're in your 20s, you know, you think it's important. Like, OK, I have to be super bendy and I have to keep up on the latest porn trends because I want my husband satisfied. Exactly. But if I you, have to shape my pubes into a heart or, and... he, or he'll go find something else. That's mm-hmm. I, I have to bleach my asshole. <laughs> right. Or he'll find someone who will. Yeah. that will par- find a lighter pink asshole. Right. Those paranoias tend to fade because clearly now I am not that I'm not like that, man. I'm always uncomfortable like this kid. The other shoe could drop any day. You are. Oh, yeah. I never thought I would stick it out this long because I just I'm very difficult. I think I'm difficult. Like, I think I'm difficult. But it was funny because when I was getting ready for this show, I told Daryl, I said, so we're going to talk about our anniversary and how long we've been married. I said, have you learned anything in 22 years with me? And he goes, well, I'm a better parent and I dress well. (laughs) He goes, and I don't think it, I don't think either one of those things would have happened if we hadn't gotten married. I'm like, well, that's nice. And I said, for me, the only thing I've really learned is to choose my battles because I have a really bad temper. Everything Mm -hmm. makes me mad. And mm-hmm. so I just have to decide, is it really that important to have a knockdown drag out or can we can I let it go? Now, sometimes I can't like his driving. I can't let it go. <laughs> I will never not be on his ass about his shitty driving. Like we got right. in a huge fight God. right before we were going to dinner last week. We had dinner with um, our hairstylist, Neil. Oh, cute. And we were on our way and he was driving my car and, and I'll tell you why we were driving my car, because he didn't want to give the valet his car. And oh so God. we took mine. I, I I knew that. He's like, oh, I thought we'd take your car. I'm like, yeah, I bet. Because I said we're valet. And so you're like, I don't want another human dr- driving my car. So we're taking mine, which is not a jalopy, by the way. But he, you know. It's not as new as his. It's not his rebel base. And so we didn't drive that one. Uh, are you like over the truck by now? So over it. Oh, God, I'm over it. And I barely saw it once. So over <laughs> it. But you know what? If this is midlife crisis is all in this truck. Fine. That's true. As long it's as fine. it's not like, you know, a 25 year old pussy with giant boobs. Exactly. You can handle it. I can handle the rebel base. And so um, we, we were driving and he literally was plow- getting ready to plow into the back of this suburban and I screamed at him I'm like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> and he's like what I'm nothing he's like I just he said something I'm like you were going to plow into that vehicle and kill us I mean he was going head on pop out of your ass and make a noose around your neck god I was so furious <laughs> so we were like a block away from the restaurant and I was not still not speaking and he knew, he's like, he's got to make this right before we go into the dinner. We have to fix this. We can't go in there like this. Right? And so he foolishly puts his hand on me. <gasps> he hey. touched you? Yeah, he's all, hey. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> You're going to pull back a nub if you even get a little closer. I'm looking out the window because I refuse to even acknowledge him. And so I have my hand out. So he puts his hand on mine. He's like, hey. And I kind of slowly pull away. I'm like, what? He's all, 
oh shit like he knows it's over i'm not over it he's like i'm really sorry i'm scared i'm really sorry i scared you i'm like you think i'm like you're always sorry he's like oh god i'd be like i can guarantee this wouldn't have happened if we were in your truck i i was thinking that in my mind but i was so mad i didn't say it <laughs> so we pull up to valet and i get out i'm like hello <laughs> like go sauntering in like there's hello, nothing wrong how are you guys? Excellent. Everything is wonderful. <laughs> and then so we're walking out and, and Neil goes, oh, is that your car? I'm all, yes. Because I knew. He's like, where's the fancy truck? I'm sure he what he was thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, I know where it is. Oh, it's the at truck's home. too good for valet. <laughs> it's, at, it's in bed, sleeping. It's been tucked in for the night, so we had to take this piece of mm-hmm. shit. Sorry. God forbid, should, you know, <laughs> slam in the back of a sedan. We wouldn't so. want that, would we? God. That's marriage, oh, by the my way. God. That is marriage. Okay, so happy anniversary, producer Dub. I'm sure I will give you a full recap of our trip. And if anything exciting happens, I'll tell you. If not, then I won't say anything. I look forward to it. All right, well, let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. for me yesterday one of ryan and his friends their favorite things to do when they're playing like ufc or baseball games or something on the xbox Mm -hmm. they like to create their own character okay and when they create their own character they try and make like the most grotesque Mm. ugliest person that they can manage okay and so he was playing UFC last night and he's like, mom, look who I made. And I just come out and I look at this thing that Ryan has made. It's got like the largest head and face I've ever seen. And like its legs are like 10 feet long. And, you know, it kicked this guy in the face and it just it looked like a windmill, you know, wing that just like flaps. And I'm like, God, Ryan, I'm like, what is that? And so I'm like, you know who he looks like? He's like, who? I'm all that guy from Mask. And he's just like, what's Mask? I'm, all, I'm like, you know, I'm all the guy, Rocky Derrico. And he's just like, Rocky Derrico? I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, here, I'll look it up. And so I typed up Rocky Derrico. And then, so it came up Rocky Derrico and it came up licensed clinical social worker. What? And I'm like, I'm like, what? He's a social like, worker now? And I'm like, wait, I'm like, who's? Who's Rocky Derrico? And I'm so I kept looking. I'm like, no, but this isn't the guy from Mask. And so I started looking through, and then I'm just like, wait a minute. I'm like, who's Rocky Derrico? Who is Rocky Derrico? I don't know. And oh. so I keep scrolling through. Oh no. And I keep retyping it. I clicked on images, and then you know I went to Yelp, and then Yelp it says, unfortunately, Rocky Derrico passed away a year ago. Oh and I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm like, well, who is she then? I'm like, I know she's a licensed clinical social worker. And they said she was the best therapist I ever had. And I'm like, okay, so she was a therapist. But I'm like, how do I know her name? Like, who is she? Who is she? I don't know. Oh. Oh. I don't know who she is. But I don't know why I know her name. (gasps) Have you done a deep dive? Where is she from? Where is she at? She was located in the Carmichael Fair Oaks area. (gasps) Rocky Derrick. I don't know. Oh, my God. Now I'm going to have to do a deep dive. So the only thing I could come up with is I I don't. Okay. The only thing I could come up with is it's possible. Yeah. It's barely possible that like years ago 
when Lauren and I were married. Yeah. And we were seeking therapy. Oh. We may have gone to see her maybe like once. Really? But I'm not sure. So now you don't even care about the grotesque Xbox well, player. Well, here's the thing is, is then I couldn't even think of his name. I'm like, well, then who's the guy in mask? Because <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. That is Rocky Dennis. It's Rocky Dennis. I don't so know now, if that's his real name, though. Anyway. I either. But I never even got that far because I was so obsessed with this Rocky Derrico. <laughs> You're so, like, sorry, sorry, Ryan. I'm off on a deep dive. Bye. So I never <laughs> even got to show him. The, the makeup Dennis. artist that did the Rocky Dennis face mask thing that looked like his UFC character. You know, that movie mask made me cry so hard. It was a horrible movie. Yeah, it was. Well, I mean, it's a very good movie, but it was very sad. Yeah. I love show. So, oh, God, Paula. That was a whirlwind of a story. It was, I, I was so confused. And then... I, <laughs> You were so confused. I confused. I'm so well, confused. You so know how upsetting it is just to like rattle off a name like that and not know and why then you know have, it, and then look it up and not have it be what you thought it was, and then have no clue. And you're like, why do I know this name? Is but this it's a, a therapist. Is this like which a, is actually even more upsetting? Is this like because you're just God, like I'm kidding? <laughs> this person is a therapist. How do I know this person? I, that is so weird. It's like is is another life crossing through to this life? And I'm like, she's in Pharaohs and Carmichael. I'm like, oh my god, those are my old stomping grounds. That would kind like, of freak me out. It did freak me out. <laughs> that is I'm weird. Like, how, I almost wanted to find Lauren on Facebook and message him. Like, like did who's we Rocky Derrico? Like, did we ever see a therapist called Rocky Derrico for marriage counseling? He'd be like, um, no. He'd be like, what, Paula? Hello, how are you? <laughs> How's life? His girlfriend. His girlfriend probably be sitting on the couch. Who is that? He's like, that's that's my ex wife from like 20, 20 years ago. ago. <laughs> so weird. What's wrong with her? I I think she's crazy. I don't, I don't know. know. Something about a Rocky Derrico? <laughs> what is that? Like a mountain range? No, I, I don't know. That's so funny. <laughs> <sighs> okay, here's mine. Uh, happened yesterday. I had another one, but this one overruled it, of course. Okay. We are clumsy people. Yes. And we also have really impeccable timing. And so <laughs> I was upstairs. I came downstairs with a, a half glass of water in a glass glass okay. not a plastic glass like I was wearing I was holding a glass a real glass and it's been hot and so our dog Bodega the husky was in and he was like I'm ready to go outside now I've had enough of this and mm-hmm. so I said all right you want out Bodega so I'm walking towards the door by our little kitchen table I'm gonna open it and let him out Bodega drinks water and then walks around the house with drool coming out of his mouth because he doesn't know how to wipe his mouth after he drinks water. So okay. there was dog drool on the floor on our travertine floor that I did not see because I wasn't looking. Why would That's I? Uh, probably because he walks around with drool in his mouth after he drinks water. And so I perfectly landed my heel <laughs> in this tiny little bit of dog drool water on the floor and so i slip and because i have a glass of a half glass of water in my hand i'm terrified that i am going to impale myself on a broken glass do you raise your hand in the air i raise my hand in the air as i slip and fall Ow! i take a super hard knee and I also grazed the inside of my arm on a chair that was there. And so now I have... Was, this... it, was it a graze? Could you, like, buff it out with carnauba oil? <laughs> it's just a, just 
to graze. <laughs> or carnauba wax. No big deal. So I've got that going. My entire knee hits the floor super hard. And Ow. the glass of water goes flinging. I, ho- I keep the Aww. holding onto the glass, but the water goes everywhere. And Bodega's just looking at me like, what are you doing? You know, he's was, like, was Daryl home? Daryl was on the phone on a call. Did he come out? So I do that. I'm like, God damn it, Bodega. Because, of course, it's Bodega's fault. It is. And so I slowly get up off the ground and there's just water everywhere. And I get up. I'm like, fuck, that hurts. I mean, I haven't mm-hmm. done a, I haven't fallen. And I mean, I didn't fall hard, like on my whole body, but just all of it went on my knee. Well, especially on tile, that hurts. And slipping, by the way, like it's like the worst when you slip because you have no control <laughs> over where your body's going to go. Right. I've done that on ice cubes before. Oh, God. Sometimes our, uh. The kids, they think that, you know, when the ice cubes fall on the floor, they can just kick them under the refrigerator. And it'll just not melt. realizing yeah. that there's there's not a hole under there. It's just there's a, like a little shield. So when they kick it, it, it bounces, bounces back. Right back up. Yeah. Yeah. So I do that. And all of a sudden I hear Daryl. He's like, but uh, but anyway, uh, one moment. He's <laughs> like, are you OK? I'm like, I'm fine. Because now I'm mad. You know, I'm like, I just want to be left alone. I'm like, I'm fine. So I get up. And he's like, all right, sounds good. So he hangs up. He comes running out. He's like, oh, my God, what happened? I go, I fell and trying to explain the dog drool thing and all that stuff. So we let Bodega out and there's just water everywhere. I'm like, I'm going to go get some water. Now, I start walking and realizing, okay, I'm going to have some massive bruise on my leg, like a massive bruise on my knee because my knee still hurts. And so he's like, are you okay?" I'm like, I'm fine. I just it hurt. And so then I start to cry. Aww. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, leave me alone. <laughs> you know, I hate that. I hate it too. He's like, I'm sorry. It's my fault you're crying. I'm like, it is your fault. You show me any why, sympathy. Why and is it his fault? Because he gives me this look like I hate it when you're hurting. And I'm like, <laughs> so I start crying. He's like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, it hurts. He's like, I know, Aww. I know. He's like, do you need to go to the doctor? I'm like, okay, I'm not five. No, I don't need to That's go to the doctor. Sweet. I'm fine. No, just kiss my boo-boo and put a Band-Aid He's on like, it. do you want me to kiss it? I'm like, not right now. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, right. You get down there. I'll kick you in the fucking face. <laughs> I'll, knee, I'll knee you. You can see my bruise. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. So thanks. I don't like to be touched when I'm hurt. I don't just either. I'm like, get away. You know what? It makes labor and delivery I'll go in the bedroom difficult. and shut the door and then I'll come out like a half an hour later. Hi, everyone. It's, everyone. You know what? It's so hard to recover because it's like, I just want to go back to normal. And so he's like, so what are you doing? How are, can I do anything? I'm like, no, just let me live my life. Yeah, just go back to work. I, I got it. Please let me I live my it. life. He's like, well, let, me, is that? let me clean up the water. Oh. No. <laughs> that it. was uh, Jenny. She's like, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> oh, God. I watched 16 Candles It'll be the a snap. <laughs> he's like, oh, her monthly came early. So she took a muscle. We don't want every she's got her period (laughs) and it was funny because that'll that'll teach everybody to know that we didn't have to get married (laughs) and then the grandpa my favorite one (laughs) when he laughs he's my favorite he's the best he's like ah, he's drunk as a skunk that whole movie is just so funny i love it i love the family part of it i just I well, everybody's family's like that. Pretty much. That's anybody's <laughs> wedding. So good. She's like, well, she took a muscle relaxer. She could try four, mother. She's all try four, mom. What? She's like, Jenny. Jenny, Jenny you didn't. <laughs> Ooh, I feel funky. 
<laughs> she's trying to put her shoe on. Bing! <laughs> God, so funny. She's like, hold on, Boo Bubber. I got to rest. It's like, oh, <laughs> love the teapot. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely All right. love it. Well, I think that's a wrap for us today. Yes. Let's see. Anything exciting going on? Uh, no. Not, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, the big fight. It's not happening until the end of August. We're getting so. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we might come over then. You, you should. So. It'll be super fun. It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see Nate Diaz fight. I'm so excited. <gasps> Daryl, in fact, Daryl said it last night. He goes, well, we're going to have to get the next fight. I'm like, oh, the Miosic uh, Cormier? Yeah, for sure. And he goes, because the 209's in the house. I'm like, what the fuck? Yes, we are. Motherfuckers. Oh, we'll be there. I ain't surprised, fuckers. <laughs> we're doing it. I'm so excited. I love him so bad. Me he too. may not be the best with words, but I don't care. I don't care either. I love him. I love him. He cracks me up. All right. Well, everybody have a good rest of your Sunday. Stay cool. Get laid in the shade and keep in touch. And we'll see you on Wednesday. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.